Visibility of your personal brand often starts with your online presence. This week, we're going to look at how to leverage website backlinks and online reviews to create a powerful personal brand that sets you apart from the competition. For many of us, our first online presence is through a platform like LinkedIn. And if you have a LinkedIn profile and you search your name on Google, there's a good chance that your LinkedIn profile will appear on page one. That's because LinkedIn, in Google's eyes, is a trusted source. It's what it calls domain authority. My guest this week, Jeremy Poland, is an SEO expert and backlink building specialist who helps small businesses develop an action plan and begin building backlinks that matter to them. All that after the break. Welcome to the Personally Brandtastic podcast, where we help you build your personal brand and business so that people can find you easily, want to work with you, and can't wait to refer you. If you're looking to build your brand and business, reach more people and stand out from the competition, you're in the right place. My name is Paul Copcutt, and every day I work with real estate investors, professionals, business owners, and the occasional former professional athlete who wants to stand out from the crowd and attract more of the right opportunities without feeling inauthentic or spending all day doing it. That's why this show is for you. It's about building your personal brand because marketing is how you get their attention, but personal branding is why they choose you. On the podcast, we look to decode and uncover what makes you personally brandtastic and how you can apply it to your own personal brand and business to attract the right opportunities, right partners, and right clients every time. Thank you for listening. And let's get to work on making you personally brandtastic. Jeremy, thank you for joining us today. I'm sure people, probably everybody listening has heard the term SEO, but let's start off with the, the kind of basics. What is it and, and why should anybody be caring about SEO in terms of their business? Thank you so much, Paul. Well, SEO, of course, is search engine optimization. And I like to tell people it is literally like a beauty contest or a popularity contest in high school. Google is simply trying to give the best results and understand who's who out there on the internet. That's their business. And as soon as people grab a hold of it and understand it's really just an online or a digitized version of those that we're all familiar with, they'll, they'll understand how the game is played a little bit better. And what are the kind of basics of SEO? What, what are the sort of first things that people need to be thinking about? Great. I liken it to a car in a sense. There's the under, under the hood aspect. And then there's a sort of the, the aesthetic or the outward appearance under the hood is really the technical elements of the website, how your website functions, items like alt tags and, you know, the size of images and things like that. Usually those elements can be solved for the majority of small, smaller websites fast, or, or they may already be in place for many people. So one common error is that people sort of lose themselves thinking or doodling on the on-site elements, which include some technical and jargon terms, and don't really move past that to really what sells cars, right? What sells cars is the outside appearance. And that to me in, on, in SEO is backlink building. That's mm -hmm. what made Google the trillion dollar company that it is. That's what revolutionized search engine results, period. And that's still the overwhelming factor in why you see certain websites when you type in prune juice, those websites are there because they're going to have a lot of backlinks validating 
the brand or the domain itself and validating that particular page as being helpful and authoritative on that subject. So, so backlink is somebody else has a website and they have a link that leads back to your website. That's so, right. Yes. So effect, effectively, Google is saying, let's have a look at this topic that somebody is searching for. So we'll take real estate investors as, mm -hmm. as the audience predominantly today. Yes. So real estate investing, they'll, they'll look around on, on the World Wide Web, Google will, and say, who out there is an authority yes. in terms of who else has said this person is worth checking out. That's basically what a backlink is. Is that that is that's a phenomenal explanation. It's a it's a link, right. a portal, a route, a tie, a vote. In a right. sense, it's a review that Google can see. So right. the tricky part is we're not often able to see who's backlinking to who. Hence, why people use SEO tools in order to do so, and that's actually really my ultimate spy or secret power is I on a daily basis, use tools to study the backlink profiles of different websites. And that's sort of, I guess, built my business or become my unique USP. And why can't we see backlinks? What's the, the reason for that? Well, they're sort of hidden. It's like, if, if you and I are walking down the street, I cannot immediately see who I'll, I meet you. We're speaking. We might get share some, some background information, some pleasantries. And I might get a sense of who you might tell me a few names of people that you know, but ultimately I, I wouldn't even begin to, to fathom all the people that you know, or, or our network to. And so in the online sense, Google is able to see that because they crawl the web. That was their trillion dollar breakthrough was paying more attention to the interrelation among websites instead of just what was on the page. Many of us remember the early days of the internet. You could actually arrive at a, you searched for blue hats and you arrived at a page that may have been blank or had the word blue hat written a hundred times. It was just sort of low value content, but that tripped up the, the weaker search engines. Google came around and, was, and figured out that, that a page really about blue hats would be recognized and tethered by other apparel websites or news websites or blogs and so eventually, obviously, over time, they were able to, to create this phenomenal algorithm, which is, you know, mind-bending. And we don't know the algorithm, or we're not going to know the algorithm, but what we do is use tools to get a sense of what's going on and just use, ultimately, basic common sense. The more websites you're are, that are tethered to you and the higher quality of those websites, right. the, the better your website is going to perform. And the, the better content is now about providing answers and providing, you know, quality information that's, that's linked to what people are looking for. I, I, I want to touch on content in a second with some news that I just saw literally earlier today, but just touching first was, so it's important. It's not just other people linking back to you because that could just be a bunch of friends linking each other's websites. It's true. The quality, it's the quality and the value of that website. Yeah, so yeah. it's something, so if I'm doing a, if I do a Google search for myself, LinkedIn comes up on page one. And I find that with most people, if I Google search somebody's name very often, I, I can LinkedIn, see that. Yes. And therefore, yes. because LinkedIn is a, obviously a highly visited site, but it's also a highly reputable site. So Google's saying, mm -hmm. okay, if you've got a profile on LinkedIn, there's it, the chances are it's this person. Is that That's a great way to put it. <clears throat> Until someone's personal website or personal branded site reaches a certain threshold their Facebook profile, their LinkedIn profile, 
or a profile they build on another high domain authority site will probably be the first representation of them online. So a goal for really for everybody would, would be ultimately to control that number one position for their own name. Some of us have common names or, or semi-common names. And, and so we're essentially competing with other people for that first recognition of ourselves. But yeah, true. And what about for a business though? What are the kind of, are there a certain, are there certain sites that you should definitely be looking to try and get a backlink to? Yeah, brilliant. Totally. In fact, really, that's what my entire business is built around is helping small businesses quickly grab an action plan and begin building backlinks that matter to them because it's a very expensive service to outsource. Many agencies often under fulfill what they're promising in a sense of, of, of SEO backlink building in particular. And so what small businesses need to do is definitely connect with general business directories. I have a big list of those, just general business directories that we all encounter. They also should focus on industry-related sites. And I have lists of relevant websites for different niches and categories like roofers, plumbers, HVAC, marketing agencies, churches, attorneys, et cetera. So general, industry-specific, and then patient-specific. It really, because Google ultimately, they're, most of these searches are people looking for a service, right. often in their own region or their own area. And so Google would like to know that the roofer is listed in general places, that the roofer is listed in industry-related places, and that they're listed in their local area. So what right. links from local publications, local business directories are, are wonderfully helpful. And is that why Google, Google My Business is becoming more important now? Google My Business is extremely powerful, for sure. And that's really almost step one. That would be an example of a directory, almost like the King Kong directory. Then you, right. you've got to build out, you, you've got to build out from there. But yes, that puts you on the map, literally on the Google map. And that is very important. And, and I'm actually deal with some clients who've had issues with Google My Business. At times they will suspend accounts and they have very low tolerance for malfeasance, some ma manipulation and. So it's, anyway, it's a, a little bit scary, but it's an absolute everyone needs. But the general business directories are places like hotfrog.com and the business directory. I've have hundreds of these, but they do, they pass on value to the website. They help Google find your website. Some of them are paid. So prepare a, a budget of a few hundred dollars because $25 here, $50 here does lead to some value. Right. And, and that your, your comment about your Google has a very low tolerance. And, and you were kind of giving the example earlier where you go to a website and there'd be a hundred blue hat words. And that was how people were gaming it originally. Yes. yes. And I, I was reading this article just today is Google has just announced around content that they now are saying it needs to be more human, human content. Yes. So they're, they're really looking for people to, to say, I've tried this business or I've worked with this business or I've. I recommend this business because is that, is that what they're suggesting? Yeah, that might not be exactly what their, their essence in that, in that particular example, but yes, reviews are huge. And so you tap, you touched on reviews in Google, my business, the review total plays a big role in the map ranking. Maps are important for anyone whose whose business is essentially based around a location or a locality. So that's humongous. Some of us who are maybe in the information space or professional service. 
we're not so location specific. It's still nice to have a few reviews. One great tip is it is with a tiny bit of work, you can get an exact URL that can transport somebody to your Google My Business page and, and prompt them, take them all the way through the modal steps so that the five, the stars are right there so they can quickly hit the five stars and move on. They don't even need to lead in, lead it, leave any text. So I tell people many, it's so, so wonderful to just get that link, send that to a few relationships that you have. Everyone can leave one ethical Google review, even if they haven't used your service or their friend and family, they can all leave one Google review ethically, maybe saying he's, he's a wonderful person or I trust him or anything. Right. So getting that review total up, especially in the early stage of a business is wonderful because there's really no reason to have four Google reviews. I, I'd say the minimum should be 20. So just, just kind of like work to get to that that place. Obviously right. different. It comes easy for restaurants and people leave reviews naturally and thing, things like that. And, and what about negative reviews or negative SEO results? What are the kind of things you can do to overcome that? With negative reviews, you can always reply and reply graciously. Folks do have the opportunity to change a review. So I think that's fair to ask if you've if the business has maybe made a change or made an amends or an understanding was cleared up. And then Higher than that, I'd, I'd just focus on obtaining more positive Google. I mean, you're, everyone's going to have something that's sort of negative over time, but just right. acquiring more positives to sort of drown it out. Um, negative STO is actually when, when competitors are sort of doing things to sort of damage your SEO ship or your SEO game, a little less common the, at, at the sort of the lower and mid-levels. But yeah, and you know what? I'll step back a second and address content. Google is looking for the human touch in comment in content these days that's answering questions that sounds conversational that's enjoyable to read there are all sorts of ai content production mechanisms now and i think those all can play a role especially in gathering data and stats and almost like providing a an outline to work from but really you, you've got to add a human element and touch upon anything that, that you produce and hit your wagon to. It does, content is rising in power, meaning that a smaller entity that's say a newer blog about a health topic can move forward. A newer real estate website can move forward with some solid content and actually nestle up to somebody that's bigger. Maybe five years ago, the bigger person was always going to squelch the younger, the, 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 the weaker or newer entity, uh, even if the content was, was vastly a better with the weaker entity. So, yeah. so there's hope. There's a lot of hope for, for, for newer, I guess, less mature or less networked online organizations these days. They can focus on content, but also understand this backlink game because I think once you play it at least to a mild to medium level, you can be in good shape. You, you can sort of like get, get in the building with, with the bigger players. And is this something that... You need to be kind of constantly monitoring and, and change because obviously Google tweaks its algorithm all the time because it's trying to stay one step ahead of people who are trying to game the system. Yes. Great so question. Yeah, go on. I would say, yes. Okay. I would say that people ought to develop some healthy habits, just like any area of your life where you need to check on your car, you need to check on your finances, you need to check on your various aspects of your health at certain intervals that that come recommended to you from your experts, your, your guidance. And, uh, and ultimately we make our personal choices about maintenance items. So yes, small businesses ought to set up some maintenance, regular checkups, 
for their SEO, checking on their domain authority, which is a free, there's a free Moz toolbar. I, so I have that toolbar installed and every website I visit, I see a little score up in my top browser area and it gives me a sense of how powerful or respected that website is. I'm on Zoom right now as we're talking, it's a 93 out of 100. So highly trusted uh, website. Highly trusted. So many of websites in our listener category are going to be 10, 20, 30. A smaller university might be at 40. A large regional company might be in the 40s. So then major brand, let's say a major blog that, that you and I might visit often might be in the and sort of up there. A larger university in Canada might be in the 60s, 70s, so on. Major American top tier universities, 80s, 90s, so on. So that's just an example of the domain authority scale. Again, it's primarily built around the number and quality of backlinks accumulated over time. So yes, what businesses should check on is their domain authority from time to time, their, uh, their particular backlinks, where they're coming from, because it's actually something that might be nice to reach out and say, oh, thank you for linking to us, or we're glad we connected, or I think occasionally there are backlinks that are harmful, rare, but har very, very weak or all. You can actually request to maybe have your, your website removed from a certain list, or maybe something's inappropriate or highly irrelevant, so on. So, and then checking the rankings for the company. How are, how is that company ranking for the key terms that matter for that company? And uh, there are many, many tools to, to, to do this, both paid and free. So uh, yes, it does make sense. And, and you mentioned relevance uh, and, and that's probably important. So, I mean, like a, I'm just thinking like a real estate investor, that might be their second or third business. And previously they were known for X or Y, but now they really don't want to be known for that. So in that case, they, they, they do need to check what's out there about them. And can they, if there is a backlink that says, oh, they were a great mortgage broker, but now they're not in mortgages, then. Right. Okay. Yes. Good point. They might need, right. I mean, it might behoove them potentially to close a, a previous website or maybe, maybe because they left the mortgage brokering firm, their page was closed down or something like that. That might make for to request that or see that that happens. And then it sounds like in this case, they're building a new brand either around their name or potentially around a, a business name or a real estate investing name or a property name potentially. And, and that, that would make sense. So if I was that person, I'm interested in learning more and going further with real estate investing myself, I would sit down and develop a, a simple, but, but meaningful SEO and online marketing plan for each property or each, each entity that was going to have its own website would probably be the way to, to, to break it down. And right. there are times when it makes sense to consolidate everything into one website. Obviously that's, that's more easier to keep up with and build, but there also may be times when it may, it would make sense to have multiple websites for multiple so based on the scale of the operation. So like, right. like a, an office building should probably have its own website of once right. it's above a certain size or square footage. Yeah. Cause I noticed some real estate agent who also listen to this podcast quite often they have a house for sale and they buy that domain of that address just to list that house yes but i'm guessing that's that's not doing a lot for their overall seo is it because it, unless they're pointing oh i guess unless they're pointing back to their yeah they're probably pointing website. to some central hub their to like their broke main brokerage page i think that's right. smart they're probably not going to benefit much from an SEO standpoint, but boy, that's, that's, if somebody really un, under, 
understood that and quickly, let's say, built 10 to 20 backlinks. Um, it's spending a, a couple hours and that would actually be a wonderful task for their assistant or virtual helper of some sort. Then they might. And, and especially if, if they knew the listing was going to be longer term, usually these are higher sales price, higher listing price type, maybe luxury properties, unique properties. They really might within one month that, that uh, you know, 1411 Broadway place right. might, might really show up. Right. So because they built, because they have a site, functions well, it's been alive a month or two. And they have taken the time to build 10 or 20 backlinks. I do have specific backlinks for real estate folks I could share with your listeners. So, and, and some of the things are obvious like Zillow and, right. and uh, I'm in Houston. So har.com, our local real estate association, you get backlink opportunities there as a licensed realtor or sales agent or so. Right. And that, that again is a credibility because it's a professional. It's a professional credibility thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a PR networking aspect and you may get traffic from that site and, and so on. And then Google is, is sort of adding that to your, your, your positive tab. And I tell a lot of small businesses, they're about a hundred referring domains away from usually their top of market competitors. So company number six in your suburban area is about a hundred referring domains away from plumbing company number one or two. So they can slide into that neighborhood with approximately a six month investment. I was about to ask, I was about to ask about time because you, you mentioned the one month for the, the property website, mm -hmm. but this, this mm -hmm. is a long, longer play. This is something it's you've a got to spend play. some time. Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately Google in their defense against gaming mechanisms and malfeasance, they, they are looking at, they have an eye out for sort of like instantaneous booms. Jim's plumbing in your district should probably not acquire a hundred new referring domains, a hundred new votes from a hundred separate websites in one month. That would just right. be a little odd. Why, why would they get that much attention? So, I mean, of course it's possible, right? You may have won the lottery and news websites <laughs> are just pointing to this, this lucky fellow, but a pace is helpful. And so I, I recommend 20 to 30 new backlinks. I'm using the term referring domain, slightly jargon, but it means one backlink from one unique website. Right. So I'm more interested in the breadth. I'm more interested in one backlink from a hundred websites than I am in 100 backlinks from two websites, which, which does happen. There's certainly nothing wrong with that. Someone may build a profile or get listed on a media outlet and it may turn into 10 different links because they're mentioning them on five different pages for, for various reasons. I mean, that's, that's wonderful, but we're focusing on getting that one backlink and moving on, moving forward to, to other websites, because that's really what I've found online is this that breadth of, of connectivity really helps people perform well. And, and some are going to be weak, some are going to be strong. And I have strategies to help people obtain stronger websites from government websites, organizational websites, educational websites. Those are all attainable strategies for small and, and medium individuals. I've studied what the big folks have done and I brought it down to a, a manageable level. One example in a snapshot is a scholarship offering. Anyone can offer a scholarship, a wonderful way to get back. If it's generally broad in scope, it might be for a female in math and that could shared with a wide variety of high schools and, and collegiate institutions 
which can quickly generate a, a backlink from, from those sites because those, those, those organizations are interested in providing scholarship opportunities. They're, in this case, it'd be an external or a third-party scholarship outside of the school for their students. And so they'll often link to jimsplumbing.com backslash scholarship. So very powerful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how, how manageable and easy is this to execute for people? What, what, what are the steps that you take or help somebody go through to implement doing their great own SEO? Yeah. Great question. Yes. Yeah, so everything is bottled up now into a system. It's the same system I use myself if I'm hired to do this full service. So people would receive a schedule of email guidance. I also have training videos because there are se sequential action steps. Many of them are very 10, 15 minute tasks that can be accomplished like a, like a, like a uh, fine tune of Google My Business. Log into your Google My Business, add some photos. So then I guide people through the local links, the industry links. I help them get a sense of what their strengths are. Many people, if they have, they may have organizational assets that can help out like a podcast, written publications, industry awards community events, community service, all of those things can be essentially channeled forward for PR and for you know, online gain. So right. that's what I show people is how to harness or how to maybe choose to do something worthwhile, like a scholarship I just mentioned. And I show them step-by-step step how, to, how to set up that page. In this instance, the scholarship page with text, what needs to be on there. And then I've got the list of universities and high schools um, that that are interested in hearing about these pages. And so there's either an email or an online form that someone can click off of my website. So they can sort of work through this, this big list. So you, Once they've set up their scholarship page, which could take an hour or less, they could obviously hire someone to do this for them. Then they or an assistant or team member can work through the list and it's basically an outreach process. They should take notes. I provide a Google sheet. I emailed UC Berkeley. I'm waiting to hear back from, from Janet, who, who was the listed contact and what, right. you know, obviously there's a little bit of a dedication that, that helps like following up in two weeks, maybe she didn't respond. So I've seen large brands hire tiger marketers and they will get hundreds of links from, from high, high value sources like universities because they're, they have a gigantic list that they've garnered for themselves and then they're working through it systematically. And so I'm providing that million dollar list to, to small and, and medium folks who would, who would not ever spend the time or resources to sort of gather their own list. I, I can imagine it's a lot of legwork. So you're saving them that. And, and realistically, if a small business was to start doing this, what's the time investment per week or per month that you think they would start? Great question. I think this could be a five to 10 hour a week project for one person for six months would be the simplest way that I would put it. It is possible to geek out and maybe spend too much time on this. Somebody may enjoy it, frankly, and just sort of go with it. But you, even with one to two hours a week over a larger breadth of time, potentially a year, somebody could really accomplish their goals and understand this game. I mean, it's not like Jim's plumbing needs to win, break the internet. They just need to stop being number six and, and be number two or number one. And, right. and, and from day one, from the first week, they can understand where they are, what it would take. It's a little bit of a hike, 
but it can be done. So uh, two or three of these special plays, the scholarship being one of them, um, having a community service event may be another. I list all the different special plays. Offering a discount is really my favorite to categories of, of workers, medical, healthcare, veteran, first responder, senior. The, the list is actually pretty broad. Native, you can get into demographics, so on. Right. And right. just by virtue of creating those pages and, and, and creating a real and honest discount opportunity, then you, they can be listed in, in a lot of places and I have those places. And it, so is this something that a real estate investor or a real estate agent could give a virtual assistant or admin, admin assistant and that, could, that person could execute on this quite easily? They could definitely hand this off. They would, with their access membership, they would have a magic link, a, a URL that would take them or their personal assistant of any sort right in. And there'd be a Google sheet that they would share access with to that person. And, and, and they could, that person could really handle everything. They could receive the emails and essentially walk through it. This is really an actionable course backed up with, with the data. When I got into SEO, I quickly learned about domain authority. I quickly learned how important backlinks were. I spied on, on my competition, saw what backlinks they had. And over time, I just created my own notes. And I really realized that the ultimate bag of tricks for an SEO, almost like a football coach or, or something like that, is, is a really great playbook. And so if you've, you've got this, I'm, I'm simply licensing out my, my playbook because I spent a lot of time on it. I realized it was really my favorite part. So if I every day, every workday, get to log in and spy and I add new backlink sources to, to my Airtable, and it's freshly available. I even have a tab for members called recent, recent links. So they just see my new, new finds. Cause it, it's, it's sort of like anything else. Uh, once you get into it at times you can, it can feel dry or stale or you've been doing it for a while. So sometimes just having new material, new ideas, go to this website, build a profile, share it. They'll, they'll list you. I'm also teaching people that really the highest level of SEO is what we're, you and I are doing here today, sharing content, making real connections. You'll get a backlink. I'll get a backlink ultimately out of this interaction. And so simply by doing noteworthy things like networking online or podcasting, individuals can build brands, you know, so right. going on 10 podcasts would, would, would be measurable for, for a new brand, a new. Right. Brand. Okay. And a couple of questions I like to ask guests come on. Who's your favorite personal brand? <laughs> Great question. Donald Trump, and this is not about politics. Everybody <laughs> knows who he is. Yep. Loud. He's very clear about what he believes or what, what he would, how he feels about somebody or something. And then those of us who've been around a, at least a little while, we remember the 80s, 90s, where he had this brand of luxury, office towers, casinos. It was just, just luxury and success. Even, even if that wasn't the reality or it is or is not true, that was a, an incredible personal brand. And really what we could see is he, it allowed somebody who'd never been in politics before step into the Republican presidential nomination and then the presidency. Right. That's funny. I do presentations years ago. I used to use him as the, an example of a, a strong personal brand. Exactly. Okay. Exactly for I those mean, it's reasons. strong, right? You know, no matter what anyone's personal feelings are, I know there's a lot associated with that name. MAGA, the Make America Great Again. I was at a business presentation and the speaker, it was not about politics. It was about religion. 
And the speaker said, does anyone know Hillary Clinton's 2016 slogan? So Crickets. make America great again was very widely known. And so that just, yeah, I, think I don't I even know why. I think I read somewhere that she actually changed it five or six times. There's, there was a change, at least two yeah. or three changes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So just yeah. in marketing lessons. Right. And do you have a favorite business book or podcast? My favorite business book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And so many people have heard about that, but it, it was kind of the eye opener that there were different ways of thinking beyond the job mindset. I came from highly educated professional type parents who gave me a wonderful middle-class life, but I didn't really learn about business, I will say, or Trump building. And so now I'm into things like 10X and it's not that we have to worship. Everyone doesn't have to be a tycoon, so to speak, but just the, the mere thought that, that you could earn more than $70,000 as an accountant, potentially doing something that you find more exciting and more interesting is a wonderful and refreshing thought. And we are blessed to live in this current milieu of, of, because we all know this was not possible even 50 years ago for, except for maybe a minute percentage of people. Right. So now somebody in a tough circumstance does have great potential. Right. Yeah. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Cause yeah, I can remember growing up, you were, you were looking for a job for life. That was the get, get a job and have a career for 30 years. So I know it was like, it was all. It was all about this, this ultimate one selection. And right. if you messed up, messed up this selection, then you, you were, you were stuck. And, and right. I know I, even, even my father-in-law recently said, well, you cannot change careers. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, very true. And what about a, a new tool or resource that you're enjoying using at the moment? I've, the, the tool I'm going to share is the tool you and I connected over, Matchmaker FM. I've found to be really exciting. I've, I've been a user maybe a month and a half. I, I pay maybe $10 a month for the pro plan, and I'm able to see and reach out to and connect with um, a lot of different podcast show hosts. I think it's a wonderful opportunity. It might not work for every single person, but it's, it, or, I mean, it might not just make sense for everyone depending on what they're doing, but man, why not? If you're a real estate investor or something unique or something creative, you could get on a few shows. You're going to sharpen your message, sharpen your pitch, meet some neat folks virtually like we're doing now and get some backlinks and some attention. And so. Yeah. I think podcasting almost strikes me as it's the new local newspaper or it's the new Instead of appearing on in an article, you you now your credibility is almost bigger it, by appearing on certain podcasts. You're right. You're right. It 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 has transformed media, and 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 it's it's reached a, at least a level of maturity, but it's it's going to keep on flying upward and higher. And uh, I know people are now asking, well, what shows have you been on, or what appearance? It's it's sort right. of like a new professional credence. So it definitely makes a lot of sense. And every, everyone with a dream or a business goal should at, at least be on a show. I mean, if they don't aspire to own, have their own, they should at least guest occasionally. Sure. And do you have a favorite quote that inspires you or motivates you? Sure. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. A favorite quote I'll share today is do not despise the day of small beginnings. It's a biblical quote from the Old Testament, Zechariah 410. And it just reminds me and it reminds anyone that hears it, that it's okay to sort of start small. I mean, I've, I sold one or two of these memberships and in sort of the early days and it's like, we, that's one or two sales. Why, why would we cry over that? Was that a hundred sales? No. Was that a thousand? No. Did I become a millionaire overnight? No, but I could 
right? <laughs> right. You know, so it's just it, it's this really profound concept that God or our our success may be moving forward in in smaller granule steps. And, and, and we obviously need to learn from mistakes, get better, refine, so on. It just means be thankful for the progress that you're making and, and keep on going. Building your back, building your backlinks. Yeah, yeah, that's back right. Back exactly. Back exactly. Back yes. It almost like don't give up. I mean, it's a, it's a, a different take on the, the famous don't give up. Don't never, 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 ever give up. And how can people find out more about you, Jeremy, and, and your company? Thank you so much. I am at DIYSEO.link. I'm sure I'll be in the, the, the show notes. Yep, so I, um, I'm relatively new with my system and it's actionable training. So I guide people with the steps, but then I've got the backlink library ready to go. And I even license this to some agencies. They use, they're using my, my backlink resources because paying, if, if you shopped on the internet and said, I need a few high value backlinks, you can pay for those, but usually at a hundred, two hundred dollars per. Right. So you anyway, you have, I've got a, I've got access to three thousand different opportunities that people right. can, can sort through in different ways. Okay. Wonderful. Okay, well make sure that's in the show notes and yeah, thank you for, for sharing your insights today and have yourself a brantastic day. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. God bless everyone. Bye. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so that's, much. Thank you.